right now. Gracious Lord, we just ask that you be with us, that you open up your word, that we may hear it afresh and anew today. We ask that your Holy Spirit be upon us now, that our heart may be leaping with joy because of what you have done. A gracious Lord, I just ask that you be with me now as I bring your message here today. I pray this in your holy name, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. Amen. Well, good morning, church. Fantastic. It's wonderful to be with you today on Easter Sunday this year of 2023 to hear the story of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And as, as we've learned, Rick has been teaching us, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Was it good enough? No. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. There you go. We've got a bit of volume there. Each year, we recount the story of the death and resurrection of Jesus. We've heard it so many times. I want to ask you this question. Does it still hold meaning for you? We hear what happened all those years ago. But I want to ask you, have you thought about why? Why is the resurrection so important? Today I I want to explore with you why Easter is so important, why the resurrection matters. And it should matter to each and every one of us. Let me start here. How many people like a good mystery? Whether it's a mystery book or a mystery film, those kind of things. See, there's one thing about, you know, mysteries, you know, the books and the films and everything. I'm kind of um, doing audio books at the moment. I, if, just to give you a little bit of hint, I love at the moment to get out and walk around the area. And it's one of my exploring parts of exploring the new area here. I get out early in the morning. This morning I was up at four o'clock and went out for a wander for, for two and a bit hours um, and I had my audio book with me. So, and, and the thing about mysteries and like with these audio books is that it's really unsatisfying if something isn't explained. It's left hanging there. Have you ever been to the movies? Like, uh, recently the, the big thing is to, in the final episode of, you know, uh, whether it's The Lord of the Rings or whatever, you know, Harry Potter, all those kind of things, you don't just make one movie, you split it in two. You start the first one and you've got to wait a year till the next one. How frustrating is it after finishing that first part of the movie, you're going, I'm left hanging. You know, we, we want to have answers. We want to have things complete. And the mysteries we want to have solved. We like everything to be explained, neatly tied up. Throughout history, people have been trying to explain how Jesus could have died and then been raised to life, the whole resurrection thing. There are theories such as the swoon theory or the body snatch theory. They've all been proposed and they all try to explain how Jesus could be crucified and then three days later be alive again. See, we like to explain how things happen. We like to have everything neatly wrapped up in our minds so that we understand it. But let me ask you this. What happens when the unexplainable event of the resurrection is the most important thing for us? 
It means that we need to move beyond trying to figure out the what and the how to understand the why of the resurrection. Why did it occur? Is it that we just want to understand it or do we want to know what God had for us? What was planned for us all those years ago? Why the resurrection? So I'm going to explore three points with you today. And the first is this, why the resurrection matters for us. And the first is that we might believe that Jesus is God. Now, we, we, know, we know this as, as we look in here. And I'm just going to quickly go back into the scripture so we, we're coming out of the Bible here. In John chapter 20, I'm just going to quickly read again for you verses 3 to 9 so it refreshes for you. Peter and the other disciples started out for the tomb. So they're, they're expecting to find Jesus buried there. They were both running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. They stooped and looked in and saw the linen wrappings laying there, but he didn't go in. Then Simon Peter arrived and went inside, and he also noticed the linen wrapping there, while the cloth that had covered Jesus' head was folded up and neatly apart from the other wrappings. And then the disciple who reached the tomb first went in and he saw, and what did he do? He believed. The resurrection helped that disciple, and it helps us believe, and it goes on to say, for until then they still hadn't understood the scriptures that Jesus said he must rise from the dead. So it helps them understand who Jesus is. See, the disciples had been journeying with Jesus. They, he called them to follow him, to understand his ways, to understand who he is. Peter finally gets, this is the Simon Peter who runs to the tomb and gets there and, and doesn't quite understand yet that, that he is going to be the Messiah. Simon Peter says he's the chosen one but still doesn't understand what that means. Only at that point, as they look in, expecting to find the body of Christ, but just see the linen clothes there, and he's not there anymore, do they actually start to understand and believe the full nature of who Jesus is, that he is the Son of God. He is God himself here on earth. See, Jesus told his disciples what was actually going to happen? He's actually told them that this is going to happen. They just weren't ready and fully able to comprehend what that means. In Matthew 17, verses 22 to 23, it says this, And after they gathered again in Galilee, Jesus told them that the Son of Man, that was his name he gave for himself, the Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of the enemy, he will be killed, and on the third day he will be raised from the dead. And the disciples, they were filled with grief because of this. They wanted something else, but they still couldn't comprehend. See, the resurrection shows us that Jesus is more than just a person, is more than just a prophet, is more than a good teacher, a moral person. The resurrection shows us that Jesus is God and can only do what God can do to have power over life and death. See, the resurrection 
shows us that Jesus is God. Why the resurrection? Because we can see that Jesus is God. The second point I want to explore with you on why the resurrection is this. We might have a relationship with God. See, the resurrection gives us a relationship with God. And it's in that relationship with God that we know who Christ is. So let's go back into the Bible again, back into John chapter 20, and I'm going to explore with you from verse um, 13. And it says this, Dear woman, why are you crying? The angel asked her. Because they have taken away my Lord, she replied, and I don't know where they have put him. So here is Mary, expecting to find Jesus there, but he's not there. And she doesn't comprehend that he could have been raised up again. And she thinks that they've just stolen Jesus' body. They've taken him and put him somewhere else. So she turns to leave and saw someone standing there. And it was Jesus. But she didn't recognise him yet. She didn't understand who that person was. And Jesus says this, Dear woman, why are you crying? Jesus asked her. Who are you looking for? She thought he was just the gardener. Sir, she said, if you have taken him away, tell me where you have put him and I will go and get him. So she's wanting to go and care and tend for the Jesus, the person she knew who had died. And Jesus says this. He calls her by name and says, Mary. And in that moment, in that moment when there is that personal close connection, that relationship with, with Jesus comes out, she turns and cries out and calls out Rabbanoi, which means in Hebrew, teacher. She's going, Rabbi, teacher. She understands when he calls her name, that close personal relationship is built from that resurrection. We can see God clearly for ourselves again. See, the resurrection invites us into having a close personal relationship with God through Christ. Jesus calls each and every one of us here today by name. Jesus dying on the cross brought us forgiveness of sins. That means that there is nothing holding us back from coming to God. However, the resurrection, we know that for certain that Jesus was God, seals our relationship with his blood so that we may not be separated from God. We are not meant to be living apart from God. The resurrection helps us see that clearly. And God is calling you by name now. Thirdly, why the resurrection? So that we might have life and have it to the full. See, Christianity is a religion of salvation. You know, we're being saved for everlasting life, being saved from everlasting death. We might have life again by Jesus, by his actions. And see, the resurrection reassures us that we can have new life in Jesus Christ. For he has overcome physical death 
And we can be assured of that, that as he promises, that we will have new life. In John chapter 5, verses 24 and 25, it promises this. Jesus promises this to his disciples. He says, I tell you the truth. Those who listen to my message and believe in God, who sent me, will have eternal life. You're going to have eternal life. And Jesus' resurrection gives us that eternal life. They will never be condemned for their sins because of what Christ has done, but they have already passed from death into life. And I assure you that the time is coming indeed, it is here right now, when the dead will hear my voice and the voice of the Son of God and those who listen will live. So why is Easter so important? Important to me and to you? It is this. And I'm going to put it on the screen for you. See, God in Jesus Christ died our death so that we may have his life. We may have his life that gives us new life. We are no longer the old person. We are a new person in Christ. We are no longer the same, but Christ has given us new life. Jesus calls us today, tomorrow, throughout our life, to claim his new life for us. He has died the death that we're meant to have for the forgiveness of sins so that we may have life and life eternal. In just a minute, I'm going to ask you to close your eyes so you can have a private moment. But first of all, I'm going to put a prayer up on the screen. I'm going to invite you to pray this prayer with me. Um, you can pray it quietly, you can pray it under your breath, or you can just repeat the words to God in your mind. Or you could just say in your heart, you know, God, this is what I'm praying for right now. And here's the prayer. Lord Jesus, I want to experience your mercy today. I believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay the price of my sins. I admit I'm a sinner and need of a saviour. And I'm inviting you to be mine right now. Come into my life. Forgive my sins. Live in me as my leader from now on. I believe you are a God who is rich in mercy. So, so what I want to do is... I want to get you to bow your heads and close your eyes right now. And if you want to pray this with me, pray this with me. Lord Jesus, I want to experience your mercy today. I believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay the price of my sins. I admit I'm a sinner in need of a saviour. And I am inviting you to be mine right now. Come into my life. Forgive my sins. Live in me as my leader from now on. For I believe you are a God who is rich in mercy. So if you have prayed that prayer, just keep your eyes closed at the moment. If you've prayed that prayer with me, I want to rejoice with you right now. So if you've prayed that prayer and you feel able, just raise your hand for a moment. 
Just say yes. I can see some hands raised here. That's fantastic. I just acknowledge and praise you that you've chosen to follow Christ again. Someone in this church is going to come and be with you. If you want further prayer, after the service, I'm going to invite our, our team of people who pray to come down the front. And if you want further prayer, please come and be there. If you want to find out what the commitment means to follow Jesus, we would love to share that with you. So following the songs in just a moment that we're going to sing, I invite you to continue to let God speak into your hearts through this music through God's word and through this time. Praise be to God's name. Amen.